hey, this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Trevor, call me back. Uh, can we talk about Soccer Canada and oh, what they pulled off over the weekend? Because I just got word about it, and that really does show my interest in Soccer Canada going into the World Cup. In fact, I'm going to say this. Yo, fuck Canada. I'm not cheering for Canada anymore in the World Cup, okay? Go, go Belgium. Can we also talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning and how... They're doing the impossible, yet doing the possible because they're the Tampa Bay Lightning and they may just win their third straight Stanley Cup and their fourth in what, 18 years, 19 years? That's something else. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Florida is about to win four Stanley Cups. How many did Vancouver have? Exactly. I'm stressing. Call me back. Good morning. With Begsy, how is it going this morning? Uh, life is good, man. It's hump day, but it's also my Friday, man. Taking a couple of days off uh, this week and yeah, just slacking right off, man. Heading to, heading to Kamloops tomorrow to visit wow. uh, visit an old friend for a few nights. Wow, look look at you. They must be paying you a lot because you just be taking these days off, and this is after you don't get that paycheck for writing about Game Five of the Western <laughs> Conference Finals. Why? Because there is no Game Five of the Western Conference Finals. Uh, there will be a Game 5 in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. There's going to be a Game 6, too. Uh, Tampa's already won this series. They, are, they already did it. I know last week I said the Rangers got this. They're surprising everyone. But again, based on how they lost Game 3 in the last minute of Game 3, they just gave Tampa that killer instinct. And uh, I think I think New York's in 6. Yeah, I mean, I, I predicted Tampa in six from the outset of the series, so I, I don't really want to go back on it now, but, yeah, I don't know. New York's got two home games. They've been really good on home ice. Uh, I, I I get the feeling New York kind of squeaks out one more win. I, I, I'm kind of feeling Tampa in seven now. Wow, wow, really? I guess I could see that, too. Uh, New York does have a good team. They have a good team. They have one of the best players in net. Well, one of the best players in the league. Anything can really happen. Uh, Tampa just is just one of those teams. They're just too good. They're just too good, and they could be on their way to their third straight Stanley Cup Finals. They could win another Stanley Cup. Uh, they really had. They really, they really have had all the pieces for quite some time. Uh, this team has been really, really good for the last seven or eight years. And uh, again, if they win three straight Stanley Cups, that's that's something that I thought would never happen. Real talk. What the only time I ever thought that that would happen is when I was a young kid and I thought the Canucks were going to win every year. Real talk. So this is th- this is something else. So what do you think makes Tampa so good? I think it's just like a, I don't even know where to even start. They have everything, right? They have one of the best coaches in the game. They're one of the best coach teams. They're so solid defensively. They're deep up front. They've done a great job of drafting and developing. So when they lose guys, you have other players like, you know, Ross, Colton, Stephan. Um, but they've also made, like, smart phrases signings, too. They've made smart trades. Like, I like Nick Paul. I like Brendan Hagel in their lineup. That fourth line of Perry, Maroon, and Belmar. It's just, like, a veteran, solid, smart fourth line. Um, the left side of their defense is amazing. It was Hedman, McDonough, and Sergeyev. I mean, they, there's so many so many good pieces on that team. You know, they've made so many smart moves over the years. And, you know, if they're going to be the first team in, what, nearly 40 years to win three Stanley Cups in a row, I think they deserve it. And... Again, it's incredibly impressive in this era. Like, when the Edmonton Oilers lost one three straight, there was, what, 
you know, 20 teams in the league. Now you got 32 and Tampa's pulling this off. It's uh, pretty incredible stuff. It is incredible stuff, and they've done it so differently over the last, well, two years. Again, they haven't won this year yet, but you know what I'm saying? Just seems as ah, if, they've won. No, it, I'm it, it just seems as if they're going down that path. And a couple years ago, uh, they do it in the bubble, and I believe they pretty much do it the whole way without Steven Stamkos, which is crazy, which is crazy. And last year, uh, they win it in uh, a little bit of a different season. Real talk, a little bit different season. The divisions are all mixed up, and they do what they do. And this year, they might get to the Stanley Cup Finals without Braden Point. And it's, yeah, it's a lot of things, man. It's a lot of things. They 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 have had to deal with adversity, and they're just getting the job done. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I really am. I really yeah. am jealous. And Justin Jenner. I really though, do. Sorry, sorry to sorry to cut you off, but if they do win their third straight Stanley Cup. They'll have four in, in what the last 17, 18 years. So right away you're talking about you're talking about you're talking about these guys being one of the best franchises of all time in the NHL. And it comes from Tampa Bay and we're from Vancouver and there's a park here in Vancouver called Stanley Park, but there's no Stanley Cup here and it's it's crazy, man. I don't even know where I'm yeah. going with this. I'm just <laughs> I had a couple different things that came up there. The first one I thought of was, I remember four years ago, I did this piece for Ducks Misconduct. It was called the NHL's 21st Century Misery Rankings. And I basically took you know every team and their playoff stats from 2000 to 2018 at the time and kind of ranked them on which franchise has been the status, which franchise has been the most well-run. And even before this run, I mean, Tampa was definitely in the bottom 10, if I remember correctly. Um, but I'd be curious to do that article again. Maybe, maybe it's this year, maybe it's next year. And uh, but Tampa again, that's definitely one of the least sad franchises of the, the 21st century. Um, the other thing I was going to say too is one reason why I really want to see Tampa Bay in this Stanley Cup final is because the last two times they've won, they faced pretty mediocre opponents, surprise teams that have kind of gone on a run and made it to the finals. I mean, Dallas in 2020 was not a juggernaut. And neither was Montreal in 2021. Ooh. But if they make it this time, they're facing the Colorado Avalanche, Ooh. who are, uh, you know, either the best run team in hockey or the second best behind Tampa Bay. So uh, I'd like to see Tampa make it and give them a shot at that mono e mono matchup instead of taking on a team that they're clearly way better than. Yeah, I think you're calling Lightning a bunch of phonies. That's what I hear, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, hey, man. I mean, they beat the Montreal Canadiens. The Montreal Canadiens had a negative goal differential going into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the Dallas Stars are just like a middling team who caught fire in the bubble, you know? And, uh, again, Dallas beat Colorado in that Game 7 overtime, a series they probably shouldn't have won. But, you know, it's that's why they play the game. Shit happens. But Tampa, again, has, hasn't beaten uh, a real crazy good opponent. I mean, winning winning back-to-back cups is impressive, and... All the, all the times where they never lost back-to-back games, they're, they're a model of consistency, but it'd be interesting to see them up against a real talented team, an equal match in the Stanley Cup Final. I hear you, man. I hear you. That makes uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess the other point could be made that the, the West is just not that good compared to the East. Because I feel as if... Tampa, well, I was even thinking... I, feel I was like, even thinking too. Like you look at the you look at the Eastern Conference, and yeah, there's a lot of talented teams. Obviously, the yeah. first eight teams that made it were uh, were you know top favorites all season long. But right now, it's just like Tampa is the most well built team. They've got the most experience. I mean, Carolina's built their team well. So is Florida. So is Toronto. But none of those teams have really gotten it done in the playoffs. So 
Uh, again, until Tam gets knocked off their throne. It, it reminds me of when it was kind of Chicago and L.A. going back and forth in the early 2010s there. Mm-hmm. It was either one of those teams making it into the cup final. Yeah. Um, there's just no other team like that in the East right now who's consistently been a playoff threat to Tampa Bay, at least over the last couple seasons. Yeah, I, I hear you. And, and uh, to, to side with Tampa here, uh, they beat Toronto and they beat Florida, and they're probably going to beat the Rangers. That's a pretty, pretty strong gauntlet. To go through, real talk, real talk. They're just, they're impressive, man. They're impressive, and again, they're making me jealous. Uh, Trevor, before I let you go, can we talk about soccer? Like, what went on earlier this week with uh, Soccer Canada and their quest to, I don't know, move up the rankings prior to the World Cup? What's going on? Players are not getting paid, some boycotting. Uh, this is a, a disgrace for the future of soccer. Uh, I saw a couple of headlines, didn't really care. Uh, do, do you know anything about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, no expert on it, but, you know, basically FIFA was giving each of the World Cup teams a certain amount of money uh, for making the World Cup, and, and the teams basically decide how to compensate their players, compensate their programs from there, and the Canadian players just weren't happy with what they were getting. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of it all, um, but, I mean, it's, it's just a bad time for Canadian soccer players to be boycotting, you know? It's... Uh, <laughs> For the first time since the mid-80s, the Canadian men's team's a threat. They're going to the World Cup, and um, yeah, then they start boycotting games when fans have already bought tickets. It's, uh, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And I, I don't know if the players are in the right or the wrong, but I know that canceling a game in front of your fans, your ticket-paying fans, two hours before the matchup, that's bad taste, man. That's a bad look for the players, for Canada soccer, for everyone. That's what happened? The, the game got canceled two hours before? Yeah, the kickoff? day of it got canceled when people had tickets and were set to go. Yeah, that's something else. That's something that'd be else. easy place. Yeah, that's something else, especially going into uh, the, the next day to soccer, especially in Canada. We, we've seen the women do it for, you know, years. Actually, the better part of a decade and a half, to be honest. Like, they've just been killing it for uh, uh, soccer fans all across the nation and trying to put the game uh, on the map and make it popular and now here's a chance for the men to do it real talk you can argue that the men are the real ne- needle pushers in the world of sport they are they are they just get all the attention real talk they do and here's your opportunity to put soccer uh, more on the map and i think it's a collective effort from the top to the to the people on the the field on the pitch right on the pitch and they're gonna do that to uh to the fans who who want to see the game grow like i guarantee there's diehard soccer fans buying that ticket and just the general fan in general, uh, in general, I'm sorry, that are going to experience something new, and that's potentially seeing Soccer Canada or Team Canada do well again on the pitch. And it's just a rare scene, and to see this happen where a game is set to happen. And, and was this game in Canada? It was. It was in Vancouver. Was this the over the? Yeah, weekend? it was going to be. It was going to be a BC place. Yeah, and then the game gets canceled. That that is a disgrace, yo. That is a disgrace. And I, I get it. You know, we live in a oh, we live in an era of life where. Uh, money's always uh, always been uh, promising. It really ha- well, not promising, but important, valuable. Okay, especially in the the world of sport, right? Player empowerment, player empowerment. Money kind of, somewhat, sort of feels as if it's first on, on the table of things that are important when it comes to you being an athlete. But I think in this specific predicament, I wish that everyone in Soccer Canada, I, I wish there was more communication from the top to the bottom so that they could just go on and put on a show because the game needs to grow. The game needs to grow, bro. It's, it's been embarrassing. You know, one, one of the biggest nations in the, in the world and uh, we have it fucking lucky out here, but for decades and decades and decades and decades and decades, soccer has just sucked. 
sucked, sucked, especially on the male front. And here's an opportunity for it to, you know, have a clean path to getting better. And there's a little bump on the road. But nonetheless, I, I, thought, I thought about this, Trevor. I thought about this because I, I, I read about this story via some tweets. And I'm like, oh, here's my opportunity. You, you know what my opportunity uh, uh, looks like here, Trevor? It, it looks like this, okay? I am probably not going to cheer for Team Canada in the World Cup. Why? Not because uh, I'm not Canadian, but because I want to win. I want to win something, Trevor. I never win. I never win anything. So uh, that's what I'm going to do. When the World Cup starts, don't expect me to cheer for Canada, okay? I'm picking another team. I'm picking another team because I want to win. I want to win. I'm willing to win against yeah, my that's, nation. Uh, con- considering you're not a big soccer fan, I feel like that's, uh, yeah, that's cool. a low blow to... Uh, your country, man. Jeez. Uh, what, what if Canada goes on a miracle run? It happens, man. Look at yeah, Greece. Then I'll jump on the wagon. Then I'll, ju- teams in the tournament. Then, I'll, then I'll delete the tweets and jump on the wagon, okay? But beforehand, beforehand, I'm going to pick another team because I want to win. I'm tired of losing. I lose at everything. I lose at everything, especially in the world of sports. Ah, you Green Bay Packers won a championship, nah, man. dude, that was a long time ago. I want to win now. Trevor, I want to win now, okay? And I think this, uh, this situation with Soccer Canada... And what they did to the people put a bad taste in my mouth and it opened the door for me to cheer for another country going into the World Cup, okay? And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cheer for another team. And I'm going to cheer. You know what I'm going to cheer for? You know what I'm going to cheer? I'm going to cheer for Belgium. Do they have a good team? I think so. Belgium, okay. I'm going to cheer for Belgium. Belgium versus Canada. Who am I going for? Belgium. Real talk. Fuck Canada. I expect you to Uh, take a bath in a a tub full of melted Belgian chocolate if they win. Ooh. That'd be sick, yo. That'd be sick. Actually, that would be really sticky. Yeah. Uh, yo, okay. <laughs> be showering for forty minutes, getting all of it out of your la- hair afterwards. La- last question. Last question. Let- let's say, let's say you're you're fooling around in bed, and-, and your partner was like, "Yo, you know, I want to put chocolate sauce on your dick, can- and suck it off." You know, are are you doing it? Because I don't know if I'm doing it. I'm kind of scared. What if the what if the chocolate gets into the hole and it's all sticky and it's yeah? I don't know if I'm about that life. <laughs> yeah, I'm down, man. Oh yeah. I, I, I need the answer for you. I need the answer for you, man. You gotta... Oh, man. Oh, they don't just feel a little messy. Sometimes, too, sometimes ladies want a different taste, right? They want a different taste. They don't want to taste your fucking cum and dick sweat. A little yeah, chocolate sorry. So picky, yo. So picky. You think I want to fucking taste that pussy thing? I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of like the taste of pussy. Oh, it's a little yeah. different for a girl, but for a yeah. dick, I think it's all right. Cause if you do it with a girl, it could get like she could get sick. Yeah, exactly. She may never be able to. But have I will say again. there are there are um, uh, edible sauces, I guess you could call what? it, that you can buy like sex stores and stuff. And what happens? That, that are meant for like kind of fooling around and putting on putting on each other and then licking off and oh, don't have to worry sorry, about it. Sorry, I, I totally heard that wrong. I heard. I don't know why I heard edible sauces and imagine that I could eat like a a pill or something or like a sauce packet and my shit would taste better or I don't know where my mind is going. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh no, man. No chocolate on my dick. Because again, like if she's doing her thing after there's chocolate down there and then I have to look down on her and there'd be like chocolate all over her mouth, it'd just be weird. It would just be weird. Well, it's not. It's not as weird as looking chocolate sauce off of someone's asshole. I mean, that's that gets a little, a little, a little gross. Dude, dude. <laughs> Let's get out of here, man. Have a great day, Kyle. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace, peace, peace.